A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. I think you could take a look at anyone's calendar and they have at least one wedding or graduation party to attend this summer. That's probably tenfold for florists. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Tammy Gash is the president of the Wisconsin and Upper Michigan Florists Association. She also operates Brilliant Blooms south of Green Bay. She gives us a look at what your local florist is dealing with in terms of getting flowers during the busy season. The wedding season really kicked off in probably part of April already. And nationally, it's supposed to be the busiest wedding year that they've seen in decades for um, numbers of weddings, just because couples you know, who had postponed their weddings due to the COVID pandemic. And the floral industry has been very busy the last two years, actually, you know, with weddings and events and um, family occasions. And um, this year should be, you know, even bigger and better. With that comes, you know, supply issues. But, you know, know that your forest is here for you. And, you know, it's our job to be prepared and be ready to source whatever materials that we need and be creative in doing so. Yeah, and you led me right to it. My question's about the supply chain. First, I want to touch on fuel prices. I'm curious if the cost of fuel has impacted your price of flowers or delivery fees? The fuel increase has impacted all aspects of our business from getting flowers, you know, from the growers. Most flower, and maybe most people don't realize this, but most flowers that your local florists are using come from Central and South America. They might come from Africa or, or the Netherlands areas in Holland. And so your flowers travel a long way to get to their final destination. The fuel and the trucking shortages and all of that have impacted um, the cost of getting flowers to us. And now with the gas prices, it's impacting the cost of getting the flowers from us to the recipients or the people that you're sending them to. I know everyone's trying to, still trying to make flowers affordable and attainable for people to send, but, you know, as our costs increase, you know, unfortunately, we do need to pass that along. Tammy, I'm glad you mentioned where flowers travel in from. Are you keeping your eye then on the flower crop overseas, especially with different weather events happening across the globe? Right. The weather, the strange weather that we're seeing here is also being seen worldwide. Most flowers, you know, as I mentioned, are coming from, you know, Ecuador and Colombia in South America. And, you know, being right on the equator there, they have that perfect growing temperatures that they can grow roses and carnations and all the flowers that we love, you know, all year round. But they've had snow when they shouldn't have snow and they've had torrential rains. You know, they're still building back capacity after decreasing capacity when the pandemic first hit. And so they're trying to get their crops back on track for regular um, ready supply. But the weather has given them a lot of a lot of issues. And in Ecuador right now, there's even some strikes happening. So getting the flowers from the farms to the airport is also an issue right there right now, creating a little bit of backlog in the supply chain. So so are there any flowers that are hard to come by because of some of those challenges you just listed? Some flowers that the hydrangea crop has been affected by some of the rain, the rain but that's uh, the new crop is coming back. You know, because of the, um, the weather temperatures you know, around the world, 
flower industry is a global industry. There's always something that you can, I mean, you can get tulips year-round now, that, which you wouldn't normally think of. But at Mother's Day time, there was a mum crop that was bad, so you couldn't get a lot of daisies and little green button mums and those types of things were hard to come by, but those are starting to come back now too. Certain rose colors right now the, in wedding work anyways, the the white flowers and the earth tone flowers, the terracotta colors are really popular. And so the supply on those aren't is pretty tight in that you might be paying a lot more for this caramely colored rose than you would for a pink one. Um, but that's just something that, you know, we work with our customers on to be able to um, figure out what what colors are going to work best for their event and what other flowers might be available to help achieve that. So The trends probably change faster than they can get the crop in the ground, right? <laughs> I would think so. I mean, you know, we work a lot with um, Pantone, and Pantone comes up with the color of the year, and that's a big... Um, color schematic company and it usually takes them that next year for that color to come back. I think this week it's this year it's periwinkle and so you're starting to see more purplies and uh, purple flowers and things like that and and then that will be the color maybe two years from now that are, is really popular. It's it's kind of funny how it goes in cycles like that. So, and you know, we haven't even touched on some of the other things that florists need to create the product that their consumer wants: the vases, mm-hmm. the ribbons, the gems, and some of those other decorations that fit into that perfect bouquet. How right. are things looking on that front? Some things are getting easier to find. I would network with a lot of local wholesalers here in the state of Wisconsin who work with national companies and manufacturers. They are starting to get a better supply built up back in their in their warehouses and and they they've changed their buy, buying habits the same way local shop owners have. You used to be able to oh, I'm out of bud vases this week. I'm going to order a case of bud vases. And now when bud vases are available, you might buy two of them right away just to make sure you have one on hand for when you need it. So um, everyone is kind of building up their own little stockpiles, which then creates problems down the line for people who hadn't done that. So um, right now the big things that we're running into issues finding is, you know, when you may go to a funeral, there's those beautiful wreaths and heart shapes and some of those things that are made with a product called floral foam. And those shapes are things that have not reached back into some of the supply chain as quickly as our local demand is looking for. Floral glue, which is used in making corsages, that's another product that has been in short supply. When it comes in, people are maybe buying six tubes instead of the one tube they might have bought before. Just to make sure that they have it, it's such a necessary item for wedding work and proms and homecomings so that, you know, you want to make sure that you have what you need to make those corsages and other things that we use that in. The other thing that florists have is, you know, we've done this for a long time and there's the old-fashioned ways of doing things. So if we can't get corsage glue, we're back to wire and taping corsages and doing things the way that they might have done before glue was available. And the same with those shapes. You know, we're back to creating things the old-fashioned way of cutting a shape of, in wood and then gluing individual blocks of foam around it so that we can still deliver what our customers are looking for. There's a lot of tricks up our sleeves that we can do to 
um, create what, what is being asked for. Tammy, now that we're in a heat wave, what is the secret to, once you get your flowers, keeping them looking nice, looking fresh and alive for a long time? Fresh water, um, keeping your flowers out of, out, of, out of the window, you know, so that they're not in the sun. And then keeping the, keeping, updating the water in that vase every, every day, every other day. Um, flowers um, have shorter lives when bacteria is introduced to them. So if you can keep the water clean, keep uh, the leaves off the stems that are going into the water, you're gonna, your flowers are going to last a whole lot longer. All right. Anything else I'm not asking you, Tammy, that you wanted to add about the supply chain or anything else people should know about uh, the floral industry right now? I would just encourage everyone to shop their local forest. Um, there's so many companies that have, are that are worldwide that are sitting in a room answering phones with just a computer database that they don't arrange any flowers. And so trying to find your local florist um, is going to get you the biggest bang for your buck, the most creative bang for your dollar, and your flowers are going to be delivered, um, arranged. They're not going to come in a box that the recipient has to cut apart and arrange in the vase themselves. You know, and then plus you're keeping your local economy fueled with, you know, keeping your money local, which then helps that business support your local charitable events and things. So um, shop local, shop small, and your forests will be happy. Tammy Gash operates Brilliant Blooms in Brilliant, Wisconsin, just south of Green Bay. She's also the president of the Wisconsin and Upper Michigan Florists Association. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.